I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Raiders defeat the Tigers 20-19. to 19. Uh, What a bizarre game. Raiders absolutely hate winning by a lot of points. <laughs> it's like they go into games going, this is, they almost, they get ahead and get bored. Uh, they love the fight. They love the battle. Uh, but they get the job done. Look, it's one of those games where in yesteryear, Raiders lose that game. You know, how many games have we seen them lose by two points, four points, and all of a sudden they're fighting to be in the eight? I think this new Raiders with a you know a bit better mentality, I think Fogarty is in probably the best form he's been in in quite a while, had the mental resilience to go, all right, we've had three put on us, stay calm, get field position, and we'll get the job done. Now, I understand it was a controversial call, but they still had to get themselves in the field position with a quick play of the ball, uh, to have that happen. Because if they don't get a quick play of the ball, Papali'i doesn't need to leave his feet. He charges the ball down. Tigers win the match. Uh, so a win's a win. They, they went in. They got the job done. What did you guys think? You just won to 12 merchants, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. We, as it can be said, we don't like winning big. Oh, it's no. just we're, we're, we're building resilience. We, no point blowing scores out. At the back end of the year, we've won all these games by one and two points. <laughs> We know they've had problems with it in the past. Ricky just says, boys, make it tight. Let's make this interesting. Yeah. Put one on for the you fans. Know what? Ricky just wants to, Yeah, he loves the fans. Yeah. You know what? Ricky's probably got to deal with nine. Nine now. <laughs> Watch it at all times on your web browser. Or an app. And he just says, I just want the people watching. Ricky just wants <laughs> yeah. the people watching. So he probably sends a message out. Boys, bums on seats. That's what the message is out to the boys. Bums on seats. Let's get this close game happening. Edge your seats kind of stuff. Because seriously, 10 to go. 18 nil. Haven't won by more than eight this year. All right. And they've been ahead by like large margins too. So it's not like they, you know, can't 
win by a lot. They just anyway. So um, I reckon that record would be very similar to last year too, wouldn't it? You didn't have many blowouts last year either. I'll look. I'll have a look. Right, have, I don't think we've had blowouts since the uh, the infamous BJ Leilu or Jordan Rapani era where we used to just put fifty points on for fun. The ninety four grand final. Ninety four grand final. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you said though, like obviously this game the Raiders yesteryear would have lost. Like it's a game that yesteryear the Raiders would have lost, and it's also a game that yesteryear the Tigers would have got smashed. We got absolutely game. pumped. Yeah. In so game. there's positives to take for both sides, but. Jeez, you got to feel sorry for Tigers fans. You do all that to get back into that game. And then just that last set of six, it's just so frustrating to watch. Yeah. yeah. 12 from 16, 1 to 12 last year. What's that? So 16 wins last year, 12 of them were 1 to 12. So that was their biggest victory by? They smacked the Tigers 56 to 10 in the last, in the last round. In the last round? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, well, we'll talk about Raiders first, then we'll get into the Tigers. Uh, Tarpanen continues to be consistent as anything. Far out, he gets through some work. He, he's definitely become a victim of his own consistency because if I, if I look down and I see Tarpanen hasn't run for 140-plus metres and he hasn't made, you know, 30 tackles plus, I'm going, what a bad game. He does it every single time, constantly. Um, it's, it's hard to look at an individual performance outside of Jamal Fogarty, though. He was outstanding. And I just think that it was that game against... The game against a Dolphins in the out country and Fogarty kicked the field goal to win it. And I just think since that moment, it's given him a bit of confidence. Because even in that game, if you, if you remember correctly, they got down there and like didn't even try to go for the field goal. And you were like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was chaos, yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? And even Fogarty said after the game, like, I don't know what happened. Then they went back and he obviously got the field goal. Ever since then, I think Fogarty's been fantastic. And, and it just shows you that the more time that he gets on the field with that spine, the better he's going to be. Um, I think as well with him, like, you know, we, we got to the back end of last year and the Raiders went on that incredible run. And everyone, you know, I think everyone sort of looked at it and went, oh, Joe Tappanay's playing 10 more minutes and he's doing more offloads. The halfback came back into yeah. the team. He was injured. injured he was the injured. The, like, he didn't do a priest. Like, this year's his first full season with Jack White. And unfortunately, it's it's going to be his last, obviously. But, like, I, I think he has had such a positive impact on the side. And I genuinely didn't think he was going to be this good. I really didn't. Yeah, I, he's been... It's a real disappointing thing, fact that, you know, Jackie Whiten's not going to be there next year because that was almost... That's not almost. That was the plan for mm. them to play together. Finally, you've got a seven that can get Jackie where he needs to get. Um, yeah, I thought he was outstanding. Who do you think? Who stood up for you? Yeah, Jamal was obviously the obvious standout. And I, it's a really hard game to assess because, look, the, I think Jamal probably summed it up pretty well post-game when he got interviewed and he said, it feels like we lost, to be honest. Yeah. Because the quality, let's be fair, wasn't great. But there are positives you can take out of it from both sides in that the Raiders kept the Tigers scoreless till the 69th minute, which is outstanding particularly a side that had put 66 points on the week prior, the game prior. So when they did concede the three tries, it was immediately after Tommy Starling was sent to the sim bin. Now, look, you need to have more resilience than that when you go down a man. But we were a player short, so very good defence to that point. I think it was Fogarty's boot that, that did it, that, that probably decided that game. Mm, Two yeah. individual tries off the back of it. And that's where when you look at the Tigers, you go, well, they also conceded three tries off the boot. So you can make positives for them as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Jamal steered the ship. He was the man. His boot won us the game. Let me read you some stats. Tigers ran 
for essentially 700 more meters <laughs> than the Raiders. Wow. They had 149 more post-contact meters. They had seven line breaks to zero against the Raiders. They had 50 tackle breaks <gasps> compared to the Raiders' 18. Um, 11 offloads to Raiders' five. So, like, their tackle efficiency was 91%, whereas the Raiders was 83%. Uh, missed tackles, they only missed 18. The Raiders missed 50. So when we talk about games that the Raiders should have lost, this is one of those games. But they somehow, somehow, they got the job done. I do not know. And that's your DNA. Mm. You're comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, Bizarre. And I think the, the stat that tying that again is something, Guru, that you and I alluded to a lot through this year. The fact that we won a game with zero line breaks, <laughs> we, we don't have much X factor in attack. Our ball movement isn't great. We don't have that much strike, but we do have a great forward pack. Mm. And you had the start, five, six going now, but around offloads and the games we won and, and how prolifically we were offloading in that. We offloaded five times in this game. Mm. I know conditions weren't like amazing, a bit dewy in that, but five offloads all game and then also zero line breaks. It's like, I think we just really need to continue to encourage that second phase footy off the back of Papali, Joe Tarpany, Corey Horsburgh, it's amazing when you think about the Canberraiders and obviously who your head coach is. Like, he's one of the most expansive and exciting players to ever yeah. play the game. When he was at the Raiders, it was sideline to sideline with excitement machines everywhere. And it, it's so funny how Ricky Stewart, he's happy to just coach the complete opposite. And that's the squad that he's built, being so forward heavy. But you think off the back of that, you, do, you strike, you see the middle. Yeah. I hate to be negative, Nancy, but... And no one, well, you might love Jackie White more than me. I've, I love Jackie White. <laughs> I love him as a player. Seriously, I think he's just, he is what rugby league's all about. But I, I just think he, he's struggling maybe a little bit off field with everything that's going on. I think it's really, I honestly think it's broken his heart that he's had to make this call because he's not playing. Like, he's your X factor. He's supposed yeah, he to is. be the guy that is, and he's just really not. Like, on the weekend, I think he had seven runs, um, you know, so... Seven runs for 47 metres, one tackle break, 21 tackles, seven misses. Sometimes Jackie can miss a few tackles because he's so aggressive, so they're actually not the same as other misses. Like, for example, you're not going to see him get steamrolled and that, that missed tackle, but you might see him flying in trying to jam someone yeah. and miss a tackle. But I, I do think that – I do think he's struggling. I think it's hurting him. What, what is, he's struggling to, I guess, emotionally process what is happening. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading way too far into it, but that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has been great. It was just when you said uh, all fair on Jackie White, and he's been pretty quiet last few weeks, which is a good sign that he's been quiet and a little bit off his game. We're still winning games, and a lot of that has been off the back of Jamal stepping up Mm. big time. Uh, Interesting, you say X Factor. No Seb Chris on the weekend. Xavier Savage still in reserve grade. Mm. So we brought Jordy Parner played fullback. Harley yeah. Smith Shields was named there, but Jordy played fullback. And yeah, Xavier couldn't get a crack. Scored two in New South Wales Cup, mm. but obviously falling down the pecking order quite yeah, substantially. Massively. I, I, was, I was shocked at Savage because, I, I mean, the drama was like, oh my God, we've lost our starting fullback. And, mm. you know, who have we got? And he still can't fight his way back into the side. I, I wonder, you know, maybe there's certain parts of his game that just need a, a bit. You know, the rough... Did he play fullback in New South Wales Cup? Yep. In tries, Two tries, 10 runs for 125 metres, couple of line breaks, three tackle breaks. He had... Did Chevy play? Chevy 
played on the wing. So this is obviously how it's named. So potentially Chevy played fullback if they. But this was how many, how many meters did Chevy run for, and how many runs did he have? Chevy, Chevy ran for twelve runs for eighty meters. Okay, so he must have played wing then. If, if he had like two hundred meters and yeah, Chevy also set up both of Xavier's tries. Interesting. I wonder. So maybe he oh, did oh, play oh, maybe did play fullback. Yeah, yeah. Maybe did play fullback and Savage. The only other way would be he he made a line break down the edge and passed back yeah. into Savage. Yeah, I reckon Chevy. Yeah, check check if Chevy did play yeah. fullback because that that would be. And to be honest with you, I like I did find it interesting because <clears throat> the Raiders they went through so many teething problems with Xavier last year. It is it's strange to see them suddenly just go no. Mm. But if I was to back him one of those fullbacks, it'd be short for sure for me. I've always thought Savage is a winger. I've always thought it. I think, I think he could be one of the game's best wingers, to be honest. Uh, he's a big body, good in contact, obviously incredibly fast. He's, what, six foot, six foot one? So he's, he's not small uh, in the slightest. You, you put muscle mass on him, not too much. Obviously, you don't want to lose his speed. I think he could be a real, like an X-factor winger. X, like imagine him coming through the middle, inside balls, get him out there, get him yeah. doing 20 runs. Chevy is playing fullback, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. I thought that might be the case. Chevy. Okay. Yeah, all right. So I wonder what the plan is with yeah, Savage then. Chevy fullback. Yeah, I wonder what the plan is with Savage then if it is to turn him into a... F- mm. I think he'd be a great winger. I really do. Like, I really think that he could be one of the game's most electrifying winners. Fox wingers. style, just elite speed on the edge. Yep. And he's quite big. He's quite mm. a big boy. He's not... He's literally over six foot. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, anyone else stand out for the Raiders for you boys? Not really. No, good mate. Um, now onto the Tigers. Look, it's hard to be too negative. You know, when you like, yes, you need to get the W. I get that. I get it. Yes, the only stat that really matters is the scoreboard. But I, I kind of feel like that's a very shallow way to look at rugby league. The best way to look at rugby league, in my opinion, is is are you winning all of the ingredients that get you the win? You know, sometimes you can play like shit and get the win and it teaches you nothing and sometimes you can stick to your processes you may okay here's a perfect example broncos lost what was it uh one of their last they won one of their last four or whatever but all those things that we saw in the penrith game in the storm game of their defense you know being really hard-edged finally those processes against a team that's just a little bit below say the panthers get the job done because of those processes that were, that seems like the Broncos are sticking to. And I think with the, the Tigers, we saw that with the Rabbitohs. They stuck to their processes. Yes, in the end, they lost 20-0 or whatever it was. But for most of the game, it was 6-0. And I came out of that going, that's probably the difference between the two sides in regards to where they're at on the table. So, yes, they need to finish off their chances, for sure. There's no denying that when they get in the 20, the red zone, the opposing red zone, they do struggle to put a fi- that final blow. But I, I actually think the Tigers can take a lot out of this. The fact that they had seven line breaks against the Raiders, the fact that they dominated every single um, part of the game except for the scoreboard, I think they can take a lot out of it. I really do. In no shock to anyone, Johnny Bateman had a good game against the Canberra Raiders. <laughs> Try, I think it was 150 metres, two offloads, four tackle breaks, 46 tackles. Actually, jeez, get him in the team of the week. <laughs> get him on the bench there. Holy. And he, like, I still remember the first time I ever saw a picture of Johnny Bateman at Canberra Raiders training. I, I honestly just went, he's not big enough. 
he, he will not tiny. be able to make it. He's tiny, eh? As and then, in like, yeah, as in like there was just nothing to him. And then I see him sitting on the lounge on the Matty John show and I go, he still looks like he couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. But he has just got more ticker than anyone else, Bateman. Love watching him play. That yeah. try summed it up, didn't it? Where he was like, yeah. I was off the back of a break and he just sees he's such a competitor, scoops up from dummy half, pins it. It was through Joe Tapney and Josh Papali, probably our two best defenders. Yeah. So, and going back to like the positives for the Tigers, Kempi, that you said, so three tries off kicks, two that were deflections off the post. Yeah. There is next to nothing you can do about it. 100%. And I I understand that there's Tigers fans out there be like, far out. We had the game to Mm. be won and we couldn't pull the trigger. And I get that. But like even Brooksy, I understand that last set where, you know, he should have got in position to kick the field goal. I get it. Bad play by Brooksy. But he had 27 runs, 223 metres, <laughs> three tackle breaks, a line break, 15 tackles. Now, he had quite a fair few misses in defence uh, tackling-wise. But, like, this is what I wanted to see with Brooksy during the time where they were struggling. I just wanted to see him ripping in. I'll, I'll defend Brooksy to the death if I see him ripping in like this. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, there's parts of his game that can improve. But, I mean, you can build something around that. You can build something around that. Um, and as you said, for Tigers fans, it's not ideal, but... You would have been begging six weeks ago to be losing off a controversial call at the end to the camp. Yeah, Raiders oh for sure. When you're in front, like, I have to remember this Raiders team just come off a what a six a five game win streak, lost to Manly, then they came out and beat who did they beat last week. Did they have a bye last week? Can't remember. Uh, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. They beat Rabbitohs. Yeah, so yeah. they they just beaten the Rabbitohs, and I I get that Raiders went, but look, I think there's a lot of positive for the Tigers. Uh, shout out to the boy uh, Buller. The dream buller. Isn't he something? Uh, 245 metres, 30 runs, three tackle breaks, two line breaks, one line break assist, three offloads, seven tackles, zero misses. Jeez, he's getting better and better and better. And that is exciting because you've got this key player in a key position that is young and like looks, I guess, got his opportunity quite early-ish in his career. So the loyalty is going to be more likely to be there. So you can see him staying at the club for at least another few years and you can build around that as well. I'm so excited for Buller. I'm pretty sure he's eligible for Fiji, New Zealand and also New South Wales and Australia because his like, family have Indigenous heritage, Fijian heritage. Plus he was like born in New Zealand no and way. came to Australia when he was like 12 or 13. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he can just, he can pick. <laughs> so oh, there's a lot man. of- Imagine yeah. how tough that decision is. You sit around a table and like you got your indigenous heritage, your Fiji heritage, and they're all like, "I want you to play for our country." Like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, he's so talented, though, isn't so he? So talented, and he's got the instinctual play, all the stuff, the little things you can't teach. He's got that. You can. There's a little parts of his game that you can clean up for sure. But every rookie doesn't come in complete. I'm excited. There was a um, there was a young bloke who got close to making his debut for the Tigers the other night. He warmed up with them. He's a hooker. I actually I actually spoke about it on our Supercoach show the other day. Got my mind into a pretzel and said he was a fullback. He's a hooker. <laughs> uh, De Silva, his name is, and he's carved up their junior reps coming oh, through. Really? So, geez, if there's you know, if it all goes to plan and the Tigers have potentially got a homegrown gun fullback and gun hooker, oh. who's now under Appy, yeah, you can start mm. to build something there. And just want to shout out our boy, David Clemmer, has only missed one tackle all year, and that was in round three. That's almost like that might be the longest streak ever. That seriously might be the longest streak ever. He might go the rest of the year and not miss a tackle. And that's why I just couldn't believe. And maybe there was some personnel 
issues or whatever. I just couldn't believe the Knights got rid of him. I just think he's so good for a forward pack. Yes. Is he the explosive pain has blah, blah, blah? No. But he does a different job to him. He gets in, gets through his work, and then he gets off. You would almost have to assume there was more to that. It has to be. <clears throat> and then we're talking about being depleted for middles in origin. If we're going to drop TPJ, like, does he come into conversation or is it just bridges burn? I don't know, like, why he's never seemingly in the conversation anymore. I, I don't either. I think, he, like, as I said, I, I just don't think Clemmick... You go back and you look at his stats, and I know some, and stats aren't everything. And uh, there's a lot of people that say, yeah, he gets through the stats, but you know they're slow I'll play the balls, and he can't. Play. They look at all the negative sides of things, but what he does is his job every single week, every single week. And I don't like what else. What more do you want from him? You, you know, you can't expect everyone to be Glenn Lazarus or Webkey or Payne Haas. Like, I think Clemmer is is a great player, and I would love to have him in in my squad to be honest. Also. Uh while again, I'm completely against it happening, but shout out to Happy Coruscant. Two day back up from Origin where he oh. played 80 minutes, 58 minutes again at Hooker. Wow. That is Herculean. That is so big. And they had the young Hooker there ready to go because yeah. they were worried about how he'd go and he still played 58. Oh. So Incredible. Good. So good. Um, our boy Alex Twall was outstanding off the bench, in my opinion. 39 minutes, 122 metres, 12 runs, 122 metres. So he's averaging 10 metres a run, um, 25 tackles, zero misses, of course. Yeah, so look, yes, okay, disappointing how it ended. Get all that. I think the Tigers are in a much better spot. And like right now, I probably don't have them winning the Spoon this year. Six weeks ago, I thought they did well to finish 17th. Yeah. Like they, it, it looked <laughs> like carnage. Yeah. It was insane a couple of weeks ago. Like it looked like they were finding a way to get worse each week. Now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what's happened inside those four walls. Is it, you know, I feel like I'm seeing less and less of Tim Shane's. Yes. I, uh, yeah. And I'm not saying that as a negative towards Tim Shane's. It looks to me like Tim Shane's has potentially started the handover to Benji, which I think that it, takes a lot from a head coach. Well, when it, you look at the box, it does look like Benji is the head coach. It looks coach. like it's all Benji. I, yeah. I can't – maybe I haven't been watching close enough, but I, I don't really recall seeing Tim Shane's much. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm not sure. But even like Brooksy, like Brooksy has gone from a guy that was so quiet in games to confident, like yep. running the ball 27 times. And so – You'd have to say Benji had a lot to do with that. That he could just. It makes sense. Like, surely. Surely. Um, So, on to the next. Now, don't forget to get in your local, grab a case of bloke beer, the best beer in all the land. Give our media a try. We're also in every Liquor Legends in Queensland. That's right. If you live in Queensland, go to your local Liquor Legends, ask them to stock bloke beer. They're probably sold out of it. So, ask them to order some more in. Or celebrations, New South Wales, Queensland, ACT. Give our beer a try. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful beer. And it is the beer of rugby league. No one loves rugby league the way we love rugby league.